With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. salvation and happiness it's your season it's your time god has plans for your life to prosper you and to give you hope and a future join us and learn how god's love and power can bring hope and happiness to your life welcome church family it's nicole rogers with another great segment of the daily gospel network where we bring you the word of god and soul-stirring encouragement from churches pastors and choirs from all over the country. And today is no different. Check out this sermon from one of our incredible ministry leaders. All my friends are right around the world watching me today. This is very serious, so please pay attention to everything. Daniel 12, verse 1 to 3. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which stand for the people of, of God. Michael is the archangel for Israel. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found, found where? Written. Written where? Who shall be delivered? Who shall be delivered? Everyone that shall be found written in the book. Now, what about those whose names are not in the book? Is your name in the book? How many persons have you heard to put their names in that book? Your greatest privilege is to have your name in the book. I have a very special ID here um, that very few of us have in America. This is called Global Entry. When, when I'm coming to U.S., I don't do check. I just walk, walk through and go my way. Special Entry, Global Entry. It's a very special ID. Very special ID in the U.S. Amen. Now, to get this ID, you must go to background checks. They must search every detail about your history. Okay. If I can get qualified for that global entry. 
Now, if God do your spiritual background check, will you pass the test? That is why Jesus Christ came to die on the cross. Because everybody here will fail the grand check. Everybody. But Jesus now came and gave us a way out. And the way out is to make sure your name is in the book of life. Now listen. Verse 2 of Daniel 12. And many of them that sleep in the doors of the earth shall awake some to what everlasting life and some to shame. Underline me the word shame. That is the worst thing a human being can go through. And that word shame in the Hebrew is rejection. I don't know you. Can you imagine? Prophetess, can you imagine? You stand before an angel. Say, I don't know this one. Pastor, do you know this church member? I don't know. The worst thing is for Jesus to deny you before the Father. And it's a some to everlasting life, but some to shame and everlasting contempt. Now, the hope is in verse 3, please. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars. Hallelujah. Those that turn many to righteousness will shine as what? The stars. I shared last week about a man called Lazarus. Lazarus was the man who was poor at the rich man's gate. When he died, where did he go to? He went, went to where? Paradise. Where was he living in paradise? Anybody know the place? Where? That means what? There was no place in his name in paradise. So you have to become, like those from, from Africa, if I have a house, I have a, 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 a small house behind for my, for my servants, boys quarter. So this man was staying in Abraham's Boys <laughs> okay. The place of servants. He didn't have a place. You have to stay in Abraham's Abraham's bush, um, boys quarter. Turn to Ezekiel, please. Ezekiel 3, verse 16 to 16-21. All my friends, please get Bible and let's do this, okay? We're studying and preaching. After the seven days had passed, the Lord spoke to me, mortal man. He said, I am making you a watchman for the nation of Israel. Yes. You will pass on to them the warning I give you. If I if I announce that an evil person is going to die, but you do not want him to change his way so that he can save his life, he will die still a sinner, and I will hold you responsible for his death. Mm. Verses 19. If you do warn an evil man and he doesn't um, stop sinning, he will die, still a sinner, but your life will be spared. Yes. If a truly good person starts doing evil and I put him in a dangerous situation, he will die if you do not warn him. He will die because of his sins. I will not remember the good he did, 
and I will hold you responsible for his death. If you do want a good man not to sin, and he listens to you and doesn't sin, he will stay alive, and your life will be also spared. Is that not serious? So we have a responsibility. If you see a wicked man doing wickedness and you close him out, you are also a wicked person. If you see a righteous man falling back into wickedness, you don't want the person, his blood will be upon you also. So God brings us into a place of responsibility and accountability. Let's go to our lesson this morning, please. So the first thing if you see you are not placed there, you are not okay. The dead cannot evangelize. A dead man cannot evangelize. This dead here is spiritual death. You cannot evangelize if you are dead spiritually. So that is why many believers find it difficult to preach to win souls. Because their spiritual life is dying. The first indication that someone is becoming lukewarm is what? When there is no passion for salvation of souls. Are you following? When there's no passion for somebody to be saved. There's no passion for the soul of somebody. That man is also dying. That means if you see a child of God, he has no concern with somebody perishing, that man is also dying. Number three, number three, Evangelism is our first assignment and our last assignment. Now, say the book, evangelism is your assignment. It is very important. Let me just put another sentence there. Evangelism is not a spiritual gift. Say evangelism is not a spiritual gift. It is an assignment given to every person in Christ. Evangelism is not a spiritual gift. Everybody has to. Everybody has to evangelize. Everybody. Because everybody, even sinners, evangelize. I will share it with a friend. He said, Maryland schools are infested with drug dealers. From elementary school to high school to colleges. There are evangelists there that are pushing drugs, selling drugs in, in middle schools. Is that true? Just go to see young boys 16, 14, 12. They're all dying of, of drugs. How do they get that? Evangelism. They're winning them. I went to visit a mother last week. He said, Bishop, please take my daughter stay with her. He said, in our neighborhood here, there are 16 girls sleeping on the street, all drunk. Oh. Why? The drug dealers are evangelizing. How many believers are conscious that you are also being evangelized by your unbelieving friends? They are pushing their agenda. They are pushing their agenda. They are pushing their theories. Evangelism is not a spiritual gift. It's an assignment 
for every true born again child of God. Number four, soul winning is what gives Jesus Christ great joy. Jesus rejoices because you want a soul. Say win a soul. Say win a soul. How many have you won yet? Win a soul. Now listen. Oh my God. Mm. The, the saddest day of my life, I was a young man, around the age of maybe 19. I was still in, in, in college. I think before, around, around 15 years maybe. No, not 15, around 17. I got born in 16. I was just a young convert, around 17 years. I think so. I was in a town in Africa called Motengere in Cameroon. We have a very, a very wide highway with fast cars. I think that's the only town with, I mean, the road there is very wide. So cars just drive very fast. So I stood by the roadside, for those who know Baptist Church, Liberal Road, stood by the roadside, and I got a flyer. I was trying to give this young girl a flyer. I stood by the roadside. She stood back in the road. Okay, as a passage, she was back in the road. So I stood facing the road. I was saying, Jesus loves you. You need to repent. I'm inviting you to church on Sunday. And she was laughing. He said, oh, I'm too young to, to be born again. And she took one step behind, the car just crushed her. It's a saddest day. The car just crushed her. She was talking while she was dying. The car just goes her down. Blood everywhere. She missed the chance to make heaven. She missed the chance to make heaven. We win souls through evangelism. You don't win souls by, by just sitting there. We win souls through evangelism. You know, last week we started a new church in a town called Libre. And I went on Facebook and I put a flyer. I paid, I think, $50 to advertise the conference in Cameroon. And people attended the conference because of my invitation here from the US. I paid. And everybody, everybody in that town, that area, got on Facebook, on Instagram, invitation. I think what an awesome event. Amen. How did Mr. Kadi Kadiatu meet me? Online. I paid Facebook, I paid a hundred dollars on Facebook, and she he got a flyer. That's why I said this morning. How did I meet Tanya, my daughter, and I? Facebook. You can evangelize every day in many, in many ways. How did I, I mean my beloved um, daughter and sister, Zaida? Hi, Mrs. Zaida. Facebook. Yes. To Facebook. And she's going to be a powerful evangelist to preach and save souls. The question is are you evangelizing? Are you evangelizing? Are you evangelizing? 
We win souls by evangelism. Number seven, please. No evangelism, no soul winning. You know, many believers say, oh, I wish I can see people come to God. They can only come to God if they hear, they keep hearing. I win souls through evangelism. The saddest day of your life is when you will die and go to heaven and realize that your mother is not in heaven. Your father is not in heaven. Your children are not in heaven. And you are there. And then God have mercy. If God take, take one day to go and see her. And you see them screaming. Mama, you didn't tell me. Papa, you did not, you did not, you did not fight for my soul. You didn't take it serious. Hey. Mm. Jesus. The worst thing the devil hates is evangelism. The devil hates to see a young man, a young girl winning souls. You know, the most expensive thing in the world is advertisements. No, that was all. It's advertisements. Just imagine how much money they spend on campaign, election, on advertisement. Advertisements are expensive around the world. They put money to push their ideas. They push their ideas. And people keep believing those things. So you must keep pushing. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Jesus cares about you. Jesus heals. Jesus saves. Jesus delivers. Jesus. We push Jesus Christ. We preach Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes the devil is loving. When a believer doesn't have consent to pick another believer to church on Sunday morning. Okay, imagine. And the devil says, yes, I got that one. Yeah. You know, we need to do all to win a soul. Yeah. Evangelism is the evidence of genuine love for someone. It's evangelism. Is the evidence of genuine love for someone. Now, if I love you and I give you shoes, I give you, we drink together and eat together, that love is just, just for flesh and party. Real love is to care about your real life. The real you. Amen. The real you. So, if I love you, and I don't talk about your spiritual life, I'm just pretending. And, you know, they're doing a, a study now about pastors because of the hardship. Say hardship. Say hardship. Pastors don't talk about sin anymore. They want to keep people in church. So they do all things to comfort them. Don't worry, you know, just, just, you know, work on the sun. All of us are in there, you know. Mm. You know. And now you want to get a crowd in the church and get good offerings and then the big get the good cars, but they fail to tell them the truth that sin kills. So if I love you, I must fight for your soul. Amen. If I love you, I do what? 
a fight for your soul. A fight for your soul. I do everything through text messages, through, uh, through encouragement, to fight for your soul. I made a vow that God, I don't want to take people's money except I bless their life. I don't take people's money. Yeah, I, I bless people with money. I want to bless you. you can, if I bless you, you can now think about blessing me. Amen. So winning and evangelism is the last thing Jesus commissioned the church before going to heaven. That's number 10. So the will of Jesus, the final words of Jesus, going into all the world. Say never go. It's a never go. How's it never go? In Africa, go. In Asia, go. In Europe, go. Get out of your comfort zone. Not last year, I did 40,000 miles flying. Okay. This year, I've been to Cameroon, I've been to Nigeria. We are flying to Mozambique in July. Amen. Why souls? Now look at me, please. Look at me, please. Everybody, look, look this way. Everybody, look this way. Are you there? Are you, can you see me? Look at me, please. Amen. Say, neighbor, if all you do to walk and eat the money, you are very poor. Absolutely. Very, very poor. Very, very poor. Very, very poor. Very poor. You need to help somebody change. Amen. Say, help somebody change. For good. That is investment. Help somebody change. Do all. Help somebody change. It's insane. You need to have somebody change. It's a great blessing. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore. Say never go. Beginning in your neighborhood. You need to decide to go, knock a door. Form a team. Go. For me, I do evangelism naturally. Say evangelism naturally. You don't need to first of all plan to that way for evangelism. Say in your job, talk to somebody. The parking lot, talk to somebody. In the hotel, talk to somebody. Shopping center, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Hey, Mr. Raji, it's what? It's a lifestyle. It's a passion. For me, I win souls every week. Even every Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I do all to reach somebody every day of my life. Hallelujah, Lord. What I did is a radio station, an online radio station. Just search for Well Impact Radio by Dr. Bonnie. Well Impact, W-O-R-L-D. World Impact Radio by Dr. Bonnie. It's through Spreaker Radio. We are on all broken, all podcasts. Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, just search. We are on all podcasts. And I checked, we got more than 100,000 downloads. 100,000 downloads of our messages. We are downloading those sermons all over the world. Amen. Find a way to reach somebody. Just say for World Impact Radio by, by Dr. Bonnie. Bonnie's D-O-N-M-I-E. You can see it, okay? We are different platforms. Amen. Evangelism is for every true child of God. Evangelism, are you getting me? Is for every true child of God. So every true child of God. What makes you a child of God? Say the desire to save a soul. Say the desire. You know, if you have friends, okay, that you really love, and you've grown from primary school, you are, you are, you are friends, you love them. It goes beyond eating and drinking. You advise them to change. If they are here today, they know that you are a brother. Say brother, sister. But you are not willing to change. You will die now and say, oh, pastor, come and do funeral. May your soul rest in perfect peace. Is that true? So, thank you very much, Deacon Fred, for that. Amen. We have assignment. And the assignment is to warn everybody to repent. So, warn everybody. Encourage, encourage your pastors. Encourage everybody. Because Christians need to understand that the issue is what? Soul. Say soul. Soul. The battle is a battle for the soul. Hey, the friend, what's that? The battle is what? It's not about your cow. It's not about your house. It's about the soul of man. So we cannot keep pretending. We need to be able to know that this is wrong. So, number 12. So soul winning and evangelism should be daily, 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 it should be daily, every opportunity that you have to talk to someone. You don't know that person's last moment. You don't know. You don't know that person's last moment. Soul winning and evangelism should be sponsored. Sponsor. sponsor. You know, churches are sponsored. Missionaries are sponsored. Every true child of God should sponsor evangelism. Where do you spend your money, child of God? Where do you spend your money? Now listen, okay. I don't know, I can't do, I'll share this on Wednesday, I can't do share it here, listen, okay. It's difficult to explain. Is that not, can you imagine? I was still praying on, on Monday. I come here every morning. I pray every morning from Monday through Saturday. I, I come here to pray in the morning. 
alone. So I was praying on that Tuesday, on that thing, Monday morning, and then I got a vision. Are you listening? I got a vision. I saw people are dressing for church, busy dressing, putting their makeup, doing their jewelry. I mean, dressing, see on the mirror. It's a whole big scene. It's a crowd. They're parking their cars outside, coming to church. It's a big church, big auditorium. Not like this, okay? And as I entered the church, the choir was singing praise and worship. I saw angels in the church. There was a cloud of glory in that church. It was glorious. The pastors started preaching. I mean, you see angels in white. I mean, you see the cloud increasing in the whole church. It was beautiful. You know, I can imagine. As the pastor finished preaching, he stood out, said, offering time. I saw angels walking out. I saw demons coming in. Demons said, you cannot witness hypocrisy. I mean, angels said, you cannot witness hypocrisy. It's time for tithe. Angels walk out because people are pretending they're liars. They don't tell the truth. So demons, I saw, I saw this demon, okay, making people's confronting people like this. In the soldier, doing offerings. Yes. Not for you, okay. So you see that? You see? The demon was the word. It's time for time for time. They don't they don't respond. They don't respond to, to give. So I was wondering what is happening that during of offering the Holy Spirit walks out of church. The people are pretentious. They lie in offering time. They walk, they got that time, they don't give. They repeat the time, they don't give. So angels cannot witness hypocrisy, so they let the lead to walk out. God have mercy. Let that not be our case here. So evangelism should be sponsored. Mission should be what? You sponsor missionaries. Like today, so today is the first Sunday in a church in Cameroon called in the place called Libe. Like today is the first Sunday. It cost me just last week five thousand dollars. I paid for the building for one year, and I paid for the um, to buy all the equipments, the piano, drum, music, everything. I just sent five thousand dollars to fix the equip the place. Amen. Missions are sponsored. Somebody sponsors pastors. Somebody sponsors evangelism. Somebody sponsor soul winning. Amen. Amen. Look at me. Everybody, look, look, so please. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Can I see your faces? Look at me, please. Amen. Amen. This is a young boy. I was like 15 years of age, or 15, 16. I got born again. And I got a call for Bible school. And my mother was a farmer, could not sponsor me. My father was dead. And the church could not sponsor me. One of my brother in the town called Babasan in Cameroon was willing to pay my school fees. It was not much, it's like $100, $100 a 
every year maybe. Yes, in those days. But it was it was too big. <laughs> it was too big to, to pay school fees for what? Hundred dollars a year. It was too big. I was still in the dormitory. But this man sponsored me, he's not in Belgium. A man. And he tells me I'm a shareholder in the ministry. Wherever I go and preach wind souls, I'm what? Why? Because what? I paid your school fee to become a pastor. <laughs> Is it right? Yes. So to sponsor mission work, you are a shareholder in that mission. For life. Number 14, please. So Romans 10, please. Romans 10, 13 to 15. For whosoever Romans 10, God, the best place. Romans 10, please. Now, watching around the world, all of you, please consent you, please. Romans 10, 13 to 15. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without? How will they hear without? How will they hear without? Where are the preachers? You are the preacher. You are the one to tell your friends. You are the preacher. You are the preacher. You are the preacher in your family. In your job, in your neighborhood. You must shine the light. You must tell somebody, Jesus loves you. And how shall they hear, and how shall they preach, except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. Somebody must preach the gospel. Number 14, you there, please. The greatest and the best thing you can do for your parents is to do what? Have you seen number 14? The greatest thing you can do for your parents is to lead them to Jesus Christ. You know. Like that go for our friend terminal. The mom was here. I went to see the mom. We preached. And that woman was baptized. You know, she was going back to Africa and gave us babies by not oil. She was really old. She went home, keep keep going to church. Yeah. And she got a pastor back home that can, that can follow her. And she went to glory. That's how you love your parents. That is love. You love your father, your mother. You must do all until that person is gone to glory in a good way. That is the greatest investment you can do to your father and mother. So fight for the salvation of your parents. Fight. Don't just say, oh, yes, fight, do all, encourage them, invite, invite them for crusade, just sponsor them. Do all. But 15, you must be humble, you must humble yourself to go out and share flyers. You must humble yourself to give somebody a flyer and say, Jesus loves you. I'll go to uh, maybe restaurants. I see people outside sharing flyers. 
I go to shopping centers, I see people selling flyers. I see German witnesses knocking some doors. What about you? you have to hum we have to humble ourselves to share flyers. 17. Hmm. Soul winning and evangelism is the most urgent thing. It's urgent. Because our youths are dying. Our children are dying. Our leaders are dying. Our nations are going astray. Somebody must preach to the Congress. Somebody must preach to the Senate. Somebody must preach to our, to our, 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 our children. The greatest wickedness is to close your mouth from saying, close your mouth and say nothing until somebody die. Now, are you following? You need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to share the message. Say the whole, tell your story. Say tell your story. Say tell your story. That I received Jesus Christ, he changed my life. You don't need to stick on how to quote scriptures. Just say what? I received Jesus Christ and he changed my life. I used to. For me, I was destroyed by the, from the age of five years. My dad was the chief of the sorcery group of the juju, of the adult worship in Africa, in Cameroon. By the age of five, I was dedicated to share drinks to the elders of the village. So I put the first glass of alcohol to a chairman. Second glass was me to drink by tradition. I mean, pure whiskey. So from, from five years of age, I was a drunkard until I got born again at the age of 16. I was destroyed by alcohol. My hands were shivering like this. But the day I went to church, 21st April 84, I went to church that day and heard the gospel, and I gave my life to Christ, my life changed. Yeah. So I tell my friends, God delivered me from alcohol. Yeah. He can do the same for you. So Jesus says, shall Jesus says, shall Jesus says, Jesus says, Jesus delivers, Jesus says, there is no chain the Lord cannot break. There is no addiction Christ cannot take out. Just preach the word. Just sow the seed and allow God to take control. Amen. Yeah, you need to just sow the seed. Come stand up, please. So this morning, you have to determine to open your mouth and share with somebody. You need to be willing to share with somebody. You need to be willing to, to, to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. And know that, Lord, I want to get that zeal, that zeal to win the soul. Do you know somebody that is, going, that is on the way to hell right now? Somebody that is running high speed on the way to hell. They don't seem to hear. Hmm. But his blood should not be on your hands. You should preach the gospel. I want us to come outside. Everybody, please, just leave, come outside. Let's, let's pray together. Leave that chair. But I pray that, oh God, use me. Use me to win a soul. This is the last week of, of April. Lord, use me to win a soul, beginning in my family. 
Just come aside. Lord, just, use me to change a friend's life. I want to be a soul with the Lord. I want to be a soul with I want to be a soul with Lord, use me to show somebody love. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Lord, I want to be a soul winner. And if you close the mouth, Lord, I want to sponsor evangelism. Lord, I want to build churches. I want to build churches. I want to build clinics. Come, come, Mr. Yan. Come, okay. Yes, everybody. Lord, I want to be a soul winner. Keep coming, keep coming. Praise our God, keep praying. Lord, I want to be a soul winner. I want to help somebody make heaven. I want to help somebody make heaven. Just raise your voice and pray. Lord, I want to help somebody make heaven. Lord, I want to help somebody make heaven. Mm. Lord, I want to help somebody make heaven. Lord, I want to make to help somebody make heaven. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I want to help somebody make heaven. Jesus, help me, Lord. Jesus, help me, Lord. I refuse to go to hell. Lord, I believe in you. Just keep praying, Holy Ghost, help us. 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 Yandi Biko Samu Koriara. Jimiki Sakaraka Debiko Siro. Lord, I want to be a soul winner. I want to be a soul winner. Holy Spirit, empower me. Holy Spirit, empower me. On the 10th of June, 2000, 10th of June, I was in a town in Cameroon called Boyan. And I went to hell that, that early morning, 3 a.m. From 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. I was in hell on the 10th of June. You heard the story before, so you are members here. I was lying in my beautiful house. I got a beautiful house at that time in a town called Boya. To enter my room, you must get through two doors because it was very secure. You must pass through a main door, go to a corridor, then go to a second door. So I saw this man just walk through my door that is closed. My door was closed. The man just walked through my door and stood beside me and touched me. It was an angel. When he touched me, I found myself coming out of my body. And I found myself standing by beside my bed. I looked behind, I saw myself lying on the bed, and I saw my wife lying behind me. Some said that is death. But I was standing there, I looked behind, I saw myself lying down on the bed, and I saw my wife lying behind me. And I just followed this angel. And I was never alone. Now I was going through a darkness that you cannot see even the next place. It's just dark. And I find myself in a planet. I find myself in a world. Now listen, I could see myself. I could think. I knew that I was married. I knew that I have children. I knew everything about myself. But I was Screaming, no, 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 no. My neighbors could hear me scream, 3 a.m. No, 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 no. You know, the funny thing is, every breath you take, 
He takes you to the point of death. He says, let me die now. I keep surviving. The mystery of hell is that you keep surviving the death circles. You breathe in, it reaches you to a point of total desperation. Okay, let me die. And then, you don't die. So you keep going through the same circle. So I was going through that circle. I was screaming. I was trying to run. I know that. I knew that. Can you imagine, Mr. Rajiv? There's no escape. You know, you can leave this world by will. To society. God forbid. You cannot leave hell. There's no exit. So I was screaming, screaming for a long time. I knew the meaning of hopelessness in hell. But I was born again. My mind was saying, what am I doing here? I'm a child of God. I know I'm living right. I don't have, why am I in hell? No answer. I was screaming for three long hours. And then suddenly, like sunlight, just like sun ray just came upon me and pulled me out of that hell. And I saw Jesus standing, just calm. He said, heaven is real. Hell is real. Go and preach the gospel with compassion. And I got up. When I got up, my voice was gone because I've been screaming aloud for three hours. For three days, I always, I always talk very slow because my voice was gone. Hell is real. And it is not a good thing to experience hell. Some will end in heaven, and unfortunately, some will end in hell. And it was very, it's very sad to see that some people who knew Jesus Christ, who were baptized, who were even ordained as pastors, will end up in hell. Very, very sad.